right. Well, thank you all for sharing, and I will share as I go. Uh, This is such a, a powerful verse for all of us. I just uh, it was it was fun to to sit with it a little bit, and uh, it's a great New Year's verse because it talks about you know evaluating. You know, the first thing he he talks about is like he says, "I've considered." You know, where am I? Where am I with the Lord? And I like that it's that it he's looking at a spiritual life. Because uh, I think a lot of times in in our world, uh, people are evaluating, you know, what, whatever what their diet is, or you know, what, what their 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 relationships. I mean, we have a lot of goals. There's other resolutions that people follow, but for us, we know that everything everything flows from our spiritual life, and when our spiritual life is not vibrant, then it really doesn't matter what what the world can give can add to you. It, it's really of not much good value. <laughs> is, uh, is, and so he, he says, okay, so I've considered where am I spiritually? And for all of us, I think that's a great thing for us to do in the new year is to say, where am I spiritually? And that's kind of a, 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 a weird thing to, to ask. And I like what, what Dean uh, brought up is that we've already been given 100% spirituality. Because of what Christ has done, and if if we read the whole the the whole chapter chapter three of Philippians, that's what he says. He says, you know, I no longer have a righteousness of my own. I, I no longer have to struggle with trying to obey laws and and try to be right with God because I'm already right with God because of Christ. And yet, in that same context, he's saying, I just am not completely intimate with Him yet, because His goal was He's like. Now, Jesus took, he grasped me and brought me to himself, but there's still some distance between us. And he goes, I don't want there to be any distance between us. And, and you, can, you can feel the, the angst, I think, when, when you read this, because he's considering, he goes, I haven't arrived, I, but I want to. It's like, I want to get to that place. And, and I think it's just so beautiful that all of us, that that's in our hearts, even if we're not actively pursuing God with all of our heart. There's something in us that says, I just want to be closer with Jesus. And we get glimpses from time to time, spending time with the Lord, worshiping, being with others that in fellowship, that sometimes we're, we feel like, man, that was just beautiful. Even our worship this morning, uh, I don't know. When sometimes when I get in the presence of the Lord in singing when I'm singing and and giving my heart to him there's there's just there's an exchange of of intimacy and closeness that he God designed and it's beautiful. Uh but we want that all the time. And that's what he's he's saying. He's like I I I consider it. I don't consider myself as even gotten close to this thing. And uh, as Stephanie said, if a person who's dedicated his whole life feels this, then we as well will probably feel this. And so first thing I want to just say is it's normal to feel somewhat distant from Christ. <laughs> and that's okay because, it's, because there's, it's that longing for him that draws us. And I think in the new year, one of the things that's uh, I, I hope for all of us and for myself as well is I, I want to grow closer to Jesus this year. 
I can say with Paul, I don't consider myself as having arrived. <laughs> uh, nor do I consider myself already perfect. Well, I, I, I know that. And I, I, I like that there's that tension that we are complete in Christ, and yet he's drawing us to himself. And, and I, I just want to back, back up to that other verse, because he says uh, to verse 10 and 11, which I didn't give to you, but he says, I, I want to know Christ and the power of his resurrection. So his goals were, were really, I want to know him, I want to know his power, and then I want to be like him. So our, our, uh, the best spiritual goals we can have for our lives is to know him and to become like him. And really, for us spiritually, and, and I think even in the natural, anything that we're going for is ultimately to become like Christ, Right? Uh, you know, even if you have a goal, it's like I want to establish my business and I want it to prosper and 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 function well and and have extra money. That ultimately, what would Jesus do in that business? Right? He would bless all of his customers. He would give generously. You know, he would become. You know, we can become like Christ in in all those ways. Okay. So my first point was uh, that in the new year, it's good for us to evaluate where we are. And uh, we, uh, Jenny and I and the family, we've had a nice uh, Christmas break. We got a chance to visit my mom, got to uh, see how she was doing, and then we got we had, had a wonderful uh, Christmas Eve together. And then we had a little uh, week at the beach, uh, week at the cold beach, uh, <laughs> not the warm beach, not like Hawaii or anything. We were just down in, in Monterey. Uh, but there's something about... Uh, losing losing a your rhythm because you know I have a pretty structured life regularly and you know it's like okay you know I I know what I do in the morning I know when I spend time with the Lord I know when I'm working I know when I'm home I know what I'm doing and it's nice to to disrupt that so that you can begin a new pattern and uh, so this this week's been nice because I, I didn't have an agenda I didn't have to be with anything but to just enjoy, uh, enjoy my family, enjoy the Lord. And it's good. Uh, I kind of feel like uh, my pattern's been broken so that I can reestablish uh, my pattern with Jesus. And so I get a chance to, to uh, evaluate. And I want you guys, let's just do this for a minute. Um, let me ask the question. How are you guys doing with the Lord right now? You know, are you, are you distracted from him? Are you, are you feeling really close are you feeling a little distance? Okay. Um, I, I was thinking in our evaluation, this last year's been different. Did anybody notice uh, that, that this last year's been different? And I, and I, I remember during the year we, we, we talked through the fruit of the Spirit, and I was thinking, what, what fruit of the Spirit uh, most matured in you this year? Anybody want to throw one out? What, what was the fruit of the Spirit that, like, hmm, this thing came alive? Thinking more, a more about others. Thinking more about others? So loving others? Uh-huh. Patience. Patience. Yeah. I think patience was definitely one. Uh, anybody else? No growth? Okay, well, that's part of the evaluation. Come on now. Just give me one. 
Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control. Huh? Faithfulness. I like that. Nice. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. So you were able to uh, forget what was behind? <laughs> yeah. No. No, well, we have to, we do have to get, get to that. No, I just, yeah, I just think it's important. Another one? Another one. Uh, peace. Peace. Yeah. I think one of the things uh, I was thinking was, it was kind of, I mean, it goes along with love. Love accepts people where they're at, right? And, and I, I kind of struggled. I, I mean, I would consider myself a loving person. But you know how, like, picky little things can bother you about other people? Now, um, I mean, I, I mean and, and, it, and a lot of it had to do with pandemic things for me. It's just like, why, 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 why? And, and I, I remember at a certain point, I just told Jenny, okay, I'm no longer going to make this statement. <laughs> and she goes, and I have a couple of times, uh, but just evaluate, just loving, you know, let people be themselves. You know, why, why do I feel it's important for me to control others, even strangers, you know, it's like, hey, there's a stranger, I should go up to them and control them. It's like, why would I spend my life doing that instead of just loving them where they are because somehow or another God loves me where I am, right? Go ahead, Maria. Something that I've been thinking about is that I am, that I fail the Lord every single day, every single day, not willingly. But I do fail him, but my hope and my my trust in him stays where when I fail him, he never fails me because of his grace. Mm-hmm. So it's, I, I've been thinking a lot of how much I fail him and how faithful he is. I don't know what I should say about that. Mm-hmm. He is always faithful. Yeah, even when we're not. But I, I but I, I, I want, I, I want to give you a gift, and say that you also surprise him each day, with who you are and who you're becoming, and instead of looking at where, where am I lacking, he's looking at you and going, my beautiful daughter. I can't believe you're becoming so much like me. And, and, and I would spend more time on, on that side of, of his love for you. Because we can always look, I mean, <laughs> Jesus died because we're such a mess. I can stay on that side. I, sometimes are, are not the thoughts that like I know. No, I know, I know, but I, no, but I want to. I want to just encourage anyone because it's part of letting go of the past, and letting go of the past is a momentary thing. Is 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 that we're we're all failures, and that's why Jesus made the difference. He's like he's like, look, I've called no, I've called all these failures to me, and see, so that I can impart my perfection to them. And if we would look at the gift side instead of the lack side, then we'll enjoy him more. 
uh, you know, of, of course, if we sin, we repent. I mean, that's that's just part of the that that's part of growing to become like Him. But I I I, I it's hard for me to hear because I never think about my failures anymore because of what Christ has done for me. And so I don't I I I, I don't. I don't want any of my brothers and sisters to experience, the, because the enemy, I, I always worry that the enemy can use that against you and, and, and keep you from, it's like, I know I'm a mess. And he says, then come boldly before the throne of God, <laughs> you know, come straight in because of the blood of Jesus. And so I, I, I'm just, I, I don't want anyone to ever feel distant because of their sin. That unless it's of course, you know, Holy Spirit's convicting you and going, okay. Thank you, Maria, for sharing that. I just have a passion for Christians to to understand that all of Christ has been given to us, so that we can just come straight in and enjoy the intimacy that He has. You know, once in a while, I make my wife mad. I mean, basically, I fail her every day. I mean, there's so much more I could do for her. But if, but if I if I spent most of my, you know, meditation, uh, saying, "Babe, I know I've hurt you today. Oh, I know I've failed you today. Oh, I I failed you today," then she would go, "Okay, let's just get over this thing, <laughs> and uh, let's start." In, you know, I I I receive your failure, and now let's have a relationship of intimacy. So anyway, I, I'm just thinking from those terms. Like with all things spiritual, they're always held in tension. That that our brokenness and our complete uh, life in Christ is is happening at the same time. We're a mess, yet we are we are fulfilled because of Christ. May I share something? Yes, you may. Um, I understand that the the will of God is is always done His way and in His timing. And uh, going back to what I, what I feel about myself, I don't see myself as a failure, but I see myself that the imperfections that God is working on me are on its way, and it's gonna, they're going to come. But I struggle with certain thoughts, thoughts that are not loving thoughts, things that I think should be some other way. But who am I? to interfere in God's, in God's timing and in his, the perfect way he does his will. Amen. That's my uh, that I can, that I, I think we all struggle with that, right? Anybody not struggling in your mind of being just like Jesus <laughs> in every given day? Okay, so we hit evaluation. You, you just brought it on beautifully because we're all, it, it's not just a once a year thing. We're like, hey, okay, New Year's, we evaluated our spiritual life. It's a moment by moment. In fact, I, I like David. He says, you know, every night when I go to bed, I sit on my bed and I think about how I am with the Lord. And uh, that, you know, so it's, it obviously is a daily evaluation. But I think it's good also for having seasons like the, you know, the start of a new year. Uh, it is to just say, okay, Lord, what? And it's not so much goal setting. It's just like, Lord, I give you my life. Have your way with it. I open my hands. What's to say here? I, 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 with hands outstretched, whatever lies before me, I go for God. All right, second part there. You're welcome. Thank you for sharing. Um, is 
is to is to focus and say, okay, Lord, you know, what is it that you want for me this year? Because I think he has great things in store for our lives this year, spiritually. Uh, wouldn't it be great? I'm sure that as, as Paul was evaluating this, he's going, man, if, the, if there's any distance between me and Christ, if it has to do with me, I want, to, I want to do something about that. And just really just what you were saying is like, what's keeping me from this full intimacy? And so, you know, the second part of, of this verse, he says, he, he says, I don't consider myself already perfect, but I keep on going grasping even more firmly uh, that purpose for which Christ has grasped me. And I love that, is that Jesus already has a hold of me. And now I want to get a better grip on him. <laughs> you too? Isn't that beautiful? I don't know. There's, there's just something about, uh, I think about my, you know, when Jesus found me, he really found me. I'm not a religious person. I'm a person that's been grasped by Jesus. And, and when I meet other people, and I, I would consider everyone in this room those people, when you're, when you're grasped by Jesus, something happens to you that some, I don't know, you just get it. It's just like, wow, Jesus has grasped me. And then you work through that relationship of how do I, how do I now get a hold of him? And I, I just think it's beautiful. He says, uh, Jesus has grasped me. I don't, I don't consider myself to have fully grasped him, but for the, you know, I'm grasping ever more firmly that purpose for which Christ has grasped me. And so part of the evaluation and part of looking forward is saying, okay, Lord, you have me here on purpose. You know, what do you want to accomplish in my life this year? And uh, I'm, I'm trusting uh, that he has great purpose in store for us. We've, we talked about that um, last time we were together, too. So I'm, gonna, I'm not going to belabor that point. But all of us have an opportunity to set an aim this year and say, what is it that we want to do to get refocused on what would bring us closer to Jesus? Okay, last, last but not least... Um, I, I put it down this way, to reclaim our prophetic vision. Um, what does pressing forward look like in your life? I want, I want more, of, more of Jesus. I want, I want to get a better grip on Jesus this year. You too? Do you want to grow spiritually? Now, you know, there, there's that fine line between Jesus working in our lives by the Holy Spirit and then us partnering with him and saying, yeah, but I can go further. I can go further. And, I, you know, I was, I was thinking, you know, I, I want this for my life. I want this to be a year of greater intimacy. Uh, truthfully, the last two years have been kind of different for me. I normally have a pretty open heaven. Uh, you know, it's like I'm hearing the Lord. But the last two years have been, uh, you know, the radio station's kind of been scratchy. It's like, <laughs> it's like, hi, you know, <laughs> hi, Lord. <laughs> and, and, uh, and that's part of the spiritual life, though, too, is going through seasons when it's like, anybody out there? <laughs> and, and just trusting the Word of God, which never changes. But then there's that other times of our life where we really hear 
the voice of God. We really have a kind of a clear sense of direction. It's like, this is what I want the Lord to do. So I'm praying that this would be a year of that, a year of an open heaven for you, for me, because that's what we need, right? I, I don't like being confused uh, about what the Lord has for me. I, I put down on my goal list, I, I want this to be a year of answered prayer. Uh, I'm tired. I'm tired of unanswered prayer. You too? You know, it's like it, God's he's pretty quick and, and uh, usually, but uh, especially in the regard to healing this year. I, I was thinking of some people that have been uh, ailing and uh, this this needs to I, I want to see God break through in the area of healing. Um, in restoration, I, I just, you know what we brought out today, I leave the past behind. Wouldn't it be great if you never got hassled in your mind about anything in your past? <laughs> That's right. But what, what's kind of beautiful about this word uh, is he talks about, the word can be forgetting like, I, I just forget it. And how many have ever tried to forget something really negative in your life? Does that work? Now, the more he's like, I am going to forget this. And you'll never forget it. Uh, but the, there's two other ways that it's translated. One is just to neglect it. So, it, like, you know, it comes to your mind. You're like, yeah, I'm not even going to deal with you right now. But the other one, though, is, is to not care. And I remember, I don't know, it's been probably 10 years ago now that I realized that the Lord wanted me to to not care about certain things, not concentrate on them. And, uh, you know, so I I would just say, well, I really don't care. Now, that's a horrible attitude. Uh, But it's the right attitude when it comes to what the enemy wants to use in your life from the past. It's like, yeah, I don't care about that. Yep, sure enough, I was bad. I sinned. I, I dishonored God. But now I don't care about that because it's under the blood of Jesus. All right. So year of restoration, I want it to be a year of proclamation of the good news of Christ. The world needs good news. The world needs to understand uh, that hope means certainty for a Christian. Uh, The word hope is not like, I hope things get better, but it's a certainty that Christ is going to be with us. So with that, I I want us to, uh, we set up for our communion this morning. And I wanted us to just take take a little time out uh, to pray with one another. It's nice that we're a, a, a smaller group today. I want us to pray for each other, and this is what I want. I want you guys to bring to your to your group, which would be we could probably all just huddle this one. Um, the prayer that's on your heart for your life spiritually. What, what do you want to see the Lord do this year? And then I want us to pray for each other. But why don't we all, why don't, why don't we all stand? And uh, for you guys that are online, we're sorry we're not able to share communion with you, but we bless you in the name of the Lord. We're going to sign off so that we can pray and finish out this morning. Uh, God bless you, and we will see you next week, I hope. And if not, uh, in the days ahead. God bless you, and have a wonderful, happy new year. Bye-bye.